0: There were people in the Old and New Testament that had things happen in their lives that still happen to people today. These events weren't the kind of things that people would freely discuss. For example, King David murdered Uriah to cover up his adultery with Uriah's wife Bathsheba. That's in 2 Samuel 11, 1-17. The baby that was born from this adulterous relationship died abruptly. Abigail was married to Nabal, a wealthy and powerful man who was also a disagreeable drunk. That's from 1 Samuel 25 3. We can only guess the challenges she had. And then what about Jonah? He struggled with discouragement and depression. Look at Jonah 4 8 for that one. He wanted to die even after his miraculous survival from living in a fish belly for three days. And then, of course, there was Judas. We know about that sad story of him committing suicide, and it's outlined in Matthew 27, 3-5. This had to have been so sad for the disciples who knew him and considered him a friend. But have you ever wondered about how his parents felt? And then there was Paul and Barnabas. They had an argument in the ministry that was so ferocious it broke up their friendship for a season. You can see this in Acts chapter 15, 37-39. All of these accounts from Scripture prove that we're not the first to have things happen in our lives that are uncommonly hard. Sometimes things happen that we just can't talk about. Thank you for joining Keep the Heart for today's podcast with Francie Taylor. Francie is an author, teacher, and conference speaker. Sharing lessons from the Word of God is her passion— Now, back to today's important study. When we have these situations that come into our lives that we can't openly discuss with others, this may lead to feelings of isolation and despair. But let's look at four things that we can do when we're dealing with issues that we're not free to discuss. It's not true that we can't talk about hard things. But we do need wisdom to navigate those times when we're secretly carrying a very heavy burden. So four things when you can't talk about it. First, pray for God to provide a counselor. Proverbs 19.20 says, Hear counsel and receive instruction that thou mayest be wise in thy latter end. Then we also have a follow-up verse in Proverbs 20 verse 18 that says every purpose is established by counsel and with good advice make war. We've referred to this one in a previous episode. So some things to consider under number one, choose a counselor who shares your faith. Otherwise, the counsel may run contrary to scripture. We're aiming for wise solutions here, not more problems. Also, prepare to hear, not just to talk or vent. Counsel is not always comfortable, but God uses counselors to help us to develop a purposeful plan. Pray for a counselor and pray that you'll receive what God has for you. And finally, under number one, do not involve too many people. Not everyone needs to know. Use restraint. Don't talk yourself into trouble by telling too many people about delicate, difficult issues, especially when they're not able to really help. When you can't talk about it, a counselor is still essential. Number two, avoid spending time with discouraging people. You remember the story of Job and how he had friends that were really not helpful? Well, in Job 16, especially the first part of that chapter, Job finally had something to say about it. Listen to what he said. Then answered Job and said, I have heard many such things. Miserable comforters are ye all shall vain words have no end? Or what emboldeneth thee that thou answerest? I also could speak as ye do. If your soul were in my soul's stead, I could heap up words against you and shake mine head at you. But I would strengthen you with my mouth, and the moving of my lips should assuage your grief. Job took his friends to task, because they weren't helping him, they were discouraging him. Miserable comforters fall into two categories, those who mean well and those who don't. But we need to be careful to forgive people for saying things that hurt more than they help. Any of us could make the same mistake. There have been times since I've been a widow that I've been gently lectured for not attending luncheons or widow's groups or other events that are designed specifically for widows. I'm not against these things. I just prefer not to go. And I don't think that we should heap guilt on a person when they prefer not to do something that doesn't happen to be required and certainly isn't sin. But when that's done, when that happens, and especially if it happens to you, be forgiving. Give the same grace you would like to receive. When you can't talk about it, limit your exposure to negative people. Number three out of four, when you can't talk about it, don't allow pride to keep you from getting help. Proverbs 16:18 tells us pride goeth before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. But prior to that verse, Proverbs 11, 2 tells us when pride cometh, then cometh shame. But with the lowly is wisdom. Understand that hardships are a part of life. Worrying about what others may think is a trap. Banish the pride and you'll get rid of the thought that your life is supposed to appear to be perfect. And also remember that pretending to be fine usually fails. If we're not fine, we do not need to pretend. People have issues that are common and that are problems that happen on a rotation throughout life. Problems with adult children, marriage trouble, immorality, legal issues, financial problems, Anything that you can add to this list is still common to man. The pride of pretending is the destructive thing. Don't lose valuable time getting help by staging a cover-up. So when you can't talk about it, ask yourself if pride is stopping you. And finally, number four, you are not alone and you are not the first. Listen to what it says in Ecclesiastes 1. nine: The thing that hath been done is that which shall be. And that which is done is that which shall be done. And there is no new thing under the sun. Nothing that we go through is new, but it feels that way when we're going through it. Adversity is lonely because it's temporarily isolating. Realize that there's a difference between loneliness, which is a feeling, and being alone, which is a condition. The Christian is never alone, regardless of what she or he may be going through. Also consider that someone else has gone through a similar situation. Pray for God to lead you to someone who will understand. You could actually be that resource in someone else's life. I receive texts occasionally from young widows who want to ask me questions about widowhood at their stage because there are phases as you're going through the grieving process and those early days are brutally hard. I'm actually very grateful to be a resource now. I wasn't capable in the early days myself. I felt like I had gone through a bomb blast and I was bleeding. But once I started to recover and God started to heal the wounds and soften the blows, then he made me able to reach out and help others. What have you gone through that's difficult, that makes you helpful to someone else? Stay alert because God will use you. Your situation was not in vain and it was not just about you. And finally, remember to always be that friend that loveth at all times and that brother that is born for adversity, as it says in Proverbs 17, 17. You want to be that kind of friend that helps a friend out of the ditch because when a person goes into a point where they're in such a difficult position that they feel like they can't rise up again, You're going to need to put out that hand and say, yes, you can. By the grace of God, you can and you will. And I'm here for you, and so is God. When you can't talk about it, pray for an understanding friend. Well, sister friends, our lives won't always be what we've envisioned. Things will happen that we can't discuss, but God has not abandoned us. He can always be trusted. Pour out your heart to God and remember that He is a refuge. He didn't promise a storm-free life. He promised to shelter us in the storms. You've been listening to Francie Taylor. For more from Francie, visit KeepTheHeart.com for devotionals, books, and the popular Bible study series, I See You, In Christ Unconditionally. ICU is flexible by design and encourages users to develop the habit of daily Bible study. Visit KeepTheHeart.com today. Thank you for listening.